Hello, guys. Welcome into Inside the Bird. I'm Anthony Garavaglia. I'm Jeffrey Wells. I'm Peyton Franks. And today we're going to be talking about some Cardinals prospects, what we're looking for, and some young stars. So the first question of the night is, let's just go with a basic. Um, what is one young prospect that is on your eyes right now? Let's go, Jeffrey, with the first. Thought. So the easy answer is obviously Dylan Carlson, but I think that'd be oh, that's too easy, and I feel like that's just a cheat. So I'm going to go ahead and say the guy I'm most excited to watch, especially in this upcoming season, has to be Cody Whitley. He's got incredible stuff. His arm motion is amazing. His slider is dirty. He's got a good sinker, fastball, whatever you want to call it. I really think, especially with the bullpen, like looking iffy and with Junior Fernandez taking some steps back, I think he becomes very important. And with the questions about Gallegos, we need that kind of reliever that just comes out of nowhere. And I feel like that's happened in the last couple of years. And I feel like he's the guy for me. Uh, mine, other than Dylan Carlson, of course, is if we can count him as a prospect, Fangrass has him as a prospect still. Uh, Lane Thomas. Yes. Hits the ball hard, barrels everything. Um, showed promise last last year. Today he was crushing the ball off of Flaherty. He, he and, looked amazing today. Can't justify him not starting over Fowler. Oh. I can't. Can't see any reason why they can't do that, but I think he's the second best outfielder we have on the on the team, the organization in the organization. Wow, that's a hot take. What about you, Anthony? Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with. I'm just gonna go with the classic Dylan Carlson. There you go. You guys have already said all these people that you know maybe could be good, maybe. But Dylan Carlson's going to be a star, so yeah, it's going to be a top uh, thirty player. When he puts up years. that uh, one thirty five WRC plus this year, right? <laughs> yeah, one twenty. All right. Um, which? All right, we kind of already talked about like all these players, but uh, which outfielders? Let's go. Should we just do one or like position by position? Are you guys looking for uh, position by position? Could be okay. hard because of death. Let's just but... do out. There's then. Uh, let's go, Jeffrey, with the first one. So in left field, like I, I I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna just go off of, like basic prospects that are yep. in the sixty, like the sixty man pool. And so in left field, I'm going obviously Lane Thomas. This guy stud. We saw him sting the ball today. Incredible tools that just don't get talked about enough, and he just gets so overshadowed. It's such a strong farm, farm system. But in center field, I'm going to go Dylan Carlson. And I think, really, I want him to be the center fielder. I think he's got the range. I think he's got the speed. I think he's got the arm for it. I think he's probably one of your better defenders, too. And out of, like, him and Lane Thomas, I think he's slightly better than Thomas. And in right field, I'm going to go with uh, a little bit of Justin Williams. I hit a home run today. He's got this, this just this knack to him that just, like, he can sting the ball. He's got such a wild swing, though. But there's just something about that is a little bit interesting to me. Uh, I think mine are the same, except I'm not high on Williams. So, uh, but Carlson would be in the right for me. Um, let's see. Thomas would be considered a cinefielder. If we hypothetically weren't canceling the uh, – 
minor league season, my outfitters to watch would be like Trejan Fletcher, um, Carlson, of course, Lane Thomas in the majors, uh, Torres. Yeah. So that's the death. Yeah, if I had a, if I was gonna do the guys that aren't the sixty man pool, I'd definitely go John Torres. I think he's incredible. All right, let's get some. Uh, what are you guys looking for for some infielder action? Let's just go around the diamond, and then we can get into pitching after that. I think uh, for me, I'm most excited about at third base is Nolan Gorman. Um, that's kind of a basic answer. Uh, third base, the Cardinals in the minor leagues are very strong. You got names like Nolan Gorman, Alaris Montero, uh, Jordan Walker, and even um, God, what's his name. Malcolm Nunez, like they have so much potential over at third base. Even guy get a guy like Evan Mendoza who could be overshadowed, but just the depth they have in third base with high talent is so incredible. I think the guy though that sticks there the longest will be Gorman, but just the fact that they have all these third basemen in in, in their depth chart is amazing. I'm really excited for it. Peyton. All right. Um, so for my shortstop, I think it's kind of hard because the Cardinals don't have a lot of great like shortstop prospects. I'm just going to go with the newly uh, newly drafty Mason Wynn. This guy, super super athletic, really good arm. Um, they said pound for pound, he's probably the most talented player in in the draft. And I think that having a guy like him and just the raw potential he has could fare well for the long term. He's only 18 years old. He's going to be my, my pick for shortstop. Um, when I'm looking at second base, I don't have a lot of high hopes past Wong and Edmund. But if I were to go with someone, I'd say, you know, Nick Dunn or someone like that. They drafted him a couple years ago. Uh, there's not much future to me at second base. I think they'll probably develop somebody we don't even probably even even heard of yet. That's how it kind of goes. But I'm really I'm really excited, though, to say the least, about, like, maybe Edmund taking over Wong in a couple years. Um, when I'm looking at first base, I get tired. <laughs> I, I, I don't like John Nagowski. I hate the love that the Cardinals have for him. I get it. My career minor leaguer, he, you know, he's a good defender, whatever. He does not hit. He does not have the plate discipline they acted like he had on the, te- the, the like, the, the telecast the other day, Dan McLaughlin <laughs> said. Um, I'm also looking at Luke and Baker. He's got potential, like, this reminds me too much of Luke Foyt. Like, yeah, he's got power, but I don't think he'll ever be the first baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, it's going to be a long time before there's a new first baseman. Goldschmidt is going to be there for the next four to five years. Um, breakout year this year. Breakout. <laughs> uh, but I'm not really looking at too many first basemen in the Cardinals minor league system getting too excited. I feel like a guy, though, like Alaris Montero could slot over there, you know, really could hit the ball hard. Uh, it's kind of hard, though, to predict out of that third base group who will go over first base, but one of them will. Maybe Jordan Walker, maybe goes to left field. I don't know. But first base to me is kind of a yawn, so the second base. But I really like the potential that shortstop brings in Mason Wynn and the Cardinals' deep, deep, deep third base depth is amazing. Um, yeah, I think that's how I look at the infield for the future is Goldie Wong, you know, DeYoung, such whoever, and then probably for sure Gorman, in my opinion, is the most talented third baseman they have. Yeah. Um, and then 
of course, catcher. We we don't know we don't have a lot of depth there. Of course. Uh, well, I mean Molina and. Uh, well, Cruz. actually, I think you might be wrong on that one. Yeah, Cardinals have some catchers. They have some catchers, but like I feel like Molina might be a. It might turn to a Kobe Bryant situation where he overstays, but we'll see if he gets yeah. a contract. It, it is interesting because you have to start playing Kisner pretty soon. You have to start yeah. playing. Yeah. We have Avon Herrera, though. Yeah, Avon Herrera is that dude. He is that dude. So, Avon uh, Herrera is the next great catcher's prospect. No one can convince me otherwise. Yeah. He's going to be a top three catcher in the future. Oh, yes. Peyton, what's your infield looking like? Uh, the for just a um, position. Third base, I'm a Jordan Walker person Jordan now. Walker. Yes. Nolan Gorman, I, I love, but Jordan Walker has a judge like profile. I'm not I'm not comparing him. I think no. I, I, that, that's I think. a good way to put it, I think. But uh there there's some stuff there that I really like. Um Malcolm Nunez, I like too. Looking at his numbers, looking at, at his grades. Um let me think. At first, I think Luke and Baker has uh, our potential force. Um, mm. But honestly, I want to see Nolan Gorman move to first Yeah. in the future. Um, second, I don't care. No one yeah, looks exactly. good there for us. I will say, um, I will say Gorman's got the thighs for the first place. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. a lot. <laughs> second, uh, I, I can't – I don't see anyone. But – they're probably going to move someone there. Yeah. But um, short, Mateo Gill drafted, I think, two years ago. Yeah. And Mason Wynn, of course. Mason Wynn's an exitani. <laughs> um, <laughs> and at catcher, uh, Kisner, short term, long term is going to be Ivan Herrera from like t- mid 2021. Yeah. For the rest oh, of the decade, years there. I, I honestly, yeah. I liked what Anthony said though earlier about like Yadi's long stay. We've already seen how that affected Carson Kelly. Like, how much longer is this going to affect Andrew Kisner? They're going to so, call. Okay. They're not going to let him stay longer than Avon Herrera. It's, yeah, I, Andrew Kisner, I don't think has too much of a future with the Cardinals. And it's he has sad. two years. I think he has two years. It's sad. I really like them. When, when they trade him in Vader for Arenado, it's going to be worth it. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would think about a package with Kisner, Montero, and Bader for, I would love that. And some cash. I want some cash. Yeah, we got to get some cash. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, let's move to uh, Jeffrey. Already touched on a little bit of the relief arms. What do you guys? What other relief arms do you guys like? What excites you with these prospects? Junior hit Fernandez upset me today. Uh, yeah. Oh, so disappointed. Um. Early farms. Let me think. Whitley, um, Oviedo. Who else? Yannis Cabrera. I mean, we have a lot. Yeah. Um, this is their probably one of their big strengths this year. Yeah, yeah, arms. I'm. For some reason, I'm blanking. But I know Cabrera. Oh. Well, no, it's not a early farm. That's for starters. But Cabrera, Oviedo. Fernandez, if you can get control. Yeah. Whitley, for sure. Uh, Whitley, yeah. Um, who else? They have a lot of starters, but not relievers towards the top. 
we can move into starters too if you have any. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Libertor and Zach Thompson. I think Zach Thompson is better than Libertor. By no, the way. no, yes. no. Libertor is you delusional? No. Libertor cannot strike people out. That's concerning. So it looks like picture contact guy right here. Liber- um, Thompson can can strike people out. K rate's kind of nice. But um, yeah, Libertor only, what, 3.56 walks per nine. They had to 8.73 K for nine. That's, I hope he gets soft contact. But Zach Thompson, Libertor, Oviedo. Of course, um, Mason win in the future if they want him to do that. It's not, it's not bad. TV and hence. <laughs> I'm interested in, or better known as Tink Ends. I think that would be. Oh, yeah. He's got a lively arm. Who's the draft? I'm, I'm... Uh, Ian Bedell. Yeah, Bedell. Um, when I'm looking at my starting pitching like prospects that I'm really interested in, Libertor, number one. He – I, I – I get what you're saying about the strikeouts, but my only point is, is he's only had like half a minor league season so far on his belt. And I, is it a little bit more than that? It's probably a little bit more than that. I think it's kind of hard though, to judge that between him and Thompson, just because Thompson is older, like two years older. I think, I think though this year kind of sucks unless they're going to get some, like those, whatever that Springfield team is this year, I think will be a little interesting. Um, but something about tells me just Libertor stuff just screams. It's just better. It just tell. I just get this feeling that it's a lot better than Thompson's. And like in the long term, I like Libertor so much better. Also, but the problem with Thompson, in my opinion, is really just how they they say he's injury prone, right? He's an injury prone pitcher, right? I mean, they said that about Bueller. That he um, had injury. He had previous injury concerns. Yeah, and that's that's why he was drafted so low. Yeah, I guess that I I don't know. I'm just higher on Libertor. I will say though, a guy I'm really high on is Angel Rondon. He's just put up incredible year after incredible year the last couple of years. I think even even a guy consider it like would you consider Alex Reyes still a prospect or no? Uh, yeah. I feel like him. I still think he's got big, big potential. But Libertor, in my mind, is that guy. Yeah. Um, let's move into – you guys were talking about, like, how uh, kind of, like, the minor leagues was getting kind of canceled. How do you think that's going to affect, like, these prospects in the future as, like, Corona is just, like, canceling seasons and cutting stuff in half? Do you think that's going to uh, push, like, their talent back? Or do you think that uh, – Things will be a thing. Will be a, it'll work out. I'm gonna just get. I'm just gonna give a pretty strong answer. To me, it really doesn't matter because the prospects you're gonna care about are basically in that sixty game, that sixty man pool. Uh, the prospects that are really important, like there's a bunch of prospects that are intriguing, but the ones that are actually going to be important to the club, especially in the future, and the big high potential guys, they're already on that sixty sixty man. They're gonna be in Springfield this year. Um, I saw somewhere that there's possible that they're going to be playing other teams' exhibition games, maybe in a little short season. But I, I think it's actually going to be more fun this year. You know, when when in a normal season you have all your best prospects kind of like aligned through, sort like not all in the same level, and to have all of your best prospects at the same level all at one time, 
is incredibly fun. I hope they give some coverage of this. Having Libertor, Thompson, Herrera, Gorman, all even Dylan Carlson is going to be on there for a little bit. But uh, just to have all those studs all together at once is probably going to be so much fun. Um, I think it, do, it does hurt some guys that aren't – that are basically at that line where they're between career minor leaguer and uh, – or be, when they're between prospect and career minor leaguer, you know, just delays them another year. But I'm – I'm actually totally fine that there's not a minor league season this year because I really, I really think that that those 30 players that are going to be in Springfield this year is just going to be so much fun. What are you, Peyton? He might be having some technical difficulties. Um, Jeffrey, what do you think one player that is – you've already kind of talked about some bust, but what do you think one player that a lot of people are high on is just going to be – it's just a bust. Like a prospect? Yeah, a prospect. I think my biggest bust as a prospect has to be – it's got to be Thompson. I, I know I've already talked enough about him, but I, I just feel like Thompson is just not going to pale out to the guy they want him to be. Also, I'm going to consider Austin Dean a part of this group. Uh, they're, they're putting a lot of coverage on Austin Dean right now, and it makes zero sense to me. This guy's a career minor leaguer. Uh, every time I see him, he's not putting up the bats. They're acting like he is. He doesn't hit the ball uh, like on line drives. He, he he hits a lot of ground balls. And I'm not looking at this guy and being like, "Yo, I'm really excited." Like I see him play some nice left field, but the Cardinals already have good enough defenders. Yeah. This guy should not be playing as much as as the broadcasters. And I bet you all this is right now is just because they want to make they just want to basically say, "Hey, Dylan Carlson's not going to make the team. There's a couple other guys ahead of him." It sucks, but Austin Dean is going to be so disappointing, and it hurts me. It hurts me so much, and I know it hurts Peyton. We talked about this, that they're giving Austin Dean so much coverage because this guy is not important to this team. I think basically he's – out of every offensive player the Cardinals have, he is the least valuable on this team. I think, I think Ravello, Miller, even Sosa in my opinion – is are more valuable to this team than, than Dean. I really think he's bust. Jeffrey is really low on Austin <laughs> Dean. Um, so we're kind of at the point where you just kind of some open-minded thoughts. We can go into kind of like the start. We can get into the start of the season or we can get into more prospect questions. I think some prospect stuff we should probably talk about is, is uh, something like Trajan Fletcher. I think he's not getting – an. I, I don't know if he's not getting enough love. He just got drafted last year. But what the Cardinals have done in the last two years with drafting such high-potential guys coming straight out of high school, I'm in love with. You look at this draft this year, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They draft a third baseman, 18-year-old Jordan Walker out of high school. They draft Mason Wynn, an 18-year-old out of high school. They draft Tim Kent's. A 17-year-old just turned 18, I think. He might be still 17. I don't know. Just out of high school. And they even, even like with Trajan Fletcher, I think about it this, uh, think about a couple years ago too, getting Gorman. The Cardinals have decided they want to start going into the direction of drafting high toolsy players coming out of high school. And I know it hasn't served them well in the last couple years, especially with Nick Palmer. But I think I think the Cardinals have something right now, this this playbook of how to draft, and I'm here for it. I know it's going to be a little while until we see these yeah. guys, 
I'm so excited, though, with the young, young talent the Cardinals have. Matt Libertor, to me, the fact that they were able to pull that trade off astonishes me. I'm so much in love with that. I also love what the, how they got John Torres. Uh, other guys that are super young, too. Mateo, no, Mateo Gale's not super young. But even, even a guy like Avon Herrera, like the fact that they're moving to this young core, it looks like, in the minors, is super exciting. I love... I love the future outfield. I love the potential in the rotation and the bullpen. I just, I'm really, really at a good point with how the Cardinals are dealing with their minor league, minor leagues outside of probably how they're going to treat Dylan Carlson. But yeah. I understand that. Like I saw somewhere that someone predicted today that he's only going to start 35 games or even play 35 games. You know, it sucks. But I think, I think I should just address this right now. If you're a Cardinals fan, I think the way – John Mozeliak has presented it to you. We got to understand, Dylan Carlson probably will not be as much as you wanted to, him to play this year. He's just not. I, uh, I think the Cardinals are going to give Lane Thomas more of a shot, and I think that's deservedly so. It just sucks that how much time they're going to give Bader and Fowler over Carlson. But I think we got to just kind of understand that Carlson is probably not going to be the man this year. Uh, we would love to all have him up but he, he just won't. The Cardinals front office wants to keep that extra year of him. I think he will be probably – He'll be okay, I'll put it this way. Dylan Carlson will be on the team. I just think it's going to be a little bit until we see him actually get the playing time and, and the respect. Yeah, my kind of thought with that, like you saying, uh, all the Cardinals are drafting all these younger players. Um, I kind of I, – I like what they're doing, but I'm a little bit worried – like we got players like Dylan Carlson that, you know, they're coming up really young and hot, but they're not going to get these playing time unless uh, Schilt and their management kind of changes their whole system because the veterans are going to always win that battle. Usually. Yeah. So we just got to keep in mind, like the, these young prospects, they might play really well through the minor leagues, but they still might not get that playing time until, you know, it's a little they miss they might miss some years, but it's still good to get uh, kind of through the cardinal system, and hopefully it'll pay off soon, sooner rather than later. Definitely, I think what's interesting is how aggressive the Cardinals are with pitchers. Though I do love the way they do how aggressive they are in pitchers. I mean, you look a couple years ago with Jordan Hicks. I know that was kind of Yadier Molina, like Yadier Molina and Matt Carpenter kind of stepping up for him. But the Cardinals have been pretty aggressive the last five or so, even probably more than five years, the way they use these younger arms. And so I do like that. I think that kind of says to us that Johan Alviedo is going to make the club. Uh-huh. And I'm, to- I'm so here for it. The Cardinals rely heavily on young arms. I just wish they would rely more on, on their offense with some younger players. Definitely. But, hey, I, I, I want Matt Carpenter to get as many at-bats as he can this year. He's looked incredible. They always say pitching wins championships. Yeah, it does. Pitching and defense. Pitching and defense and a bullpen. That's what carried the 2011. That's what they've got this year. So, folks, better watch out. Definitely. Um, I can't think of a a World Series winner in the last 10 years or or last 10 years that hasn't had, like, either an elite bullpen or elite rotation. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. No, we always talk about the Yankees every year. They've got that hitting, hey. that, that pitching. This year they might have it enough. I don't know. 
Wait, can you can you guys hear me now? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, the Yankees are gonna have uh, top five rotation, by the way. Yeah. And bullpen and a top two lineup. They'll still Peyton, find a way to lose. Peyton, no, let, let me get your opinion on who the, yeah, the A's are gonna win. Yeah. Peyton, let What's me up? get your opinion on uh, who your biggest bust is, out of prospects wise, that could be on the team this year. <laughs> Tyler O'Neill. Oh. Whoa. Wow, I mean, we talked by, about by this way, earlier. By, but... by, by, by the way, uh, high high K percentage, low walk percentage, uh, hasn't made an adjustment yet. Um, so uh, unless he changes something, he's he's my bust. I mean, I, I just I just I, I think an easy comparison to him though is Marcelo Zuna. So I'm I'm gonna stick with that. I think that's pretty solid. Oh, oh, Ozuna. Took more walks and had better play. Like injured Ozuna, like last year Ozuna. Yeah. The Cardinals Ozuna. Uh, yeah. Cardinals yeah. Ozuna. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in terms of production, yeah. that's possible. Yeah, easily. Yeah. But I, I don't that's think possible. he's. I don't think I think he's our fourth best outfitter. What, really? Yeah. You think Bader's Bader. better than them? You think Fowler's better than them? No, no, no. It goes Carlson, Thomas. Wait. Let's yeah, Bader than O'Neill. What? Let's talk about who's playing. Yeah, Bader is better. Are you joking right now? Like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not joking. Bader's if Bader's uh, offensive ceiling, if he's like a slightly when he uh, ever uh, hit, though, like when is 2018, 2018, okay. like cons- like consistently. He 2018. Hits, he hits I, in streaks, dude. Yeah, but his offensive ceiling. In terms I, of his plate discipline, in terms of walks, he's like he, a two forty average at best. He showed he showed improvements last year. That is higher true. walk percentage, that lower K percentage. The percentage was down. Uh, like his barrel Borges. his barrel I'd rate him, was up. I'd compare him to Peter Borges. No. Oh no 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 no! Stop that. He's like Kevin. With Bader's defense alone. He's a very valuable player. If he's a slightly below average hitter, he's much better than O'Neill. Until, I until I see some improvements. I, my, my, my thing is, like, O'Neill has never got the amount of playing time that Harrison Bader has, so it's kind of hard for me to make that judgment yet to say that he can't make an adjustment. That is that is true, because it's hard to judge yeah. O'Neill if he doesn't get playing time. Yeah. So you, you can't really I, just say you can't get playing time. If, if my problem... I think this is a make or break year though for O'Neill. I will say that. Yeah, so if he doesn't perform, you trade. If he, if he does not perform, left field is is Lane Thomas's. Yes, and going into the year, my my ideal lineup is Wong first. Well, actually no, one weekend when Carlson gets called up. Wong, Carlson, uh Goldschmidt, DeYoung, um, let's see. Carpenter, Thomas, O'Neill's DH. Uh, 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 yeah, Bader's in center. Bader's bat- batting ninth. Uh, Molina's batting eighth. I like no, that. No Edmund. No Edmund, by the way. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Wow, no Edmund? I th- no, no Edmund. I, I think he no kind of got. I think he just got kind of lucky last year. I'm going to be honest. I expect some major regression. Yeah. His. I mean, I don't, he can be a good, like a, a 
a slightly above average hitter. Except his sprint's weird. I, I think he but has from what I've seen, what I've what I've seen in camp, ugh, it's not it doesn't look like it's better than what Thomas or Carlson gave you. I'm gonna be honest. I think Mike Schilt is kind of on that same boat. I I really feel like he's actually not gonna start Edmund at third base opening day. I I get a feeling that they're gonna fit Lane Thomas in there or Ron Hellervela. Yeah, Thomas at DH. Um, Carpenter is a good fielder. Last year he was a great fielder. I, yeah, I I think I he's good enough. I wouldn't mind that. To me, I I, was, I do think I Edmund had. I gotta see him play some real like live. Like he's I gonna. Just, I don't know. Edmund, he's too much in his okay. head. We gotta see him. Who, Car- yeah. Carpenter? Yeah, I gotta see him like actually be an, like be an actual hitter. Like I know they've oh, been talking yeah. about like he's been he's all revamped and everything. But by the way, he crushed the ball off of Flaherty today. Yeah. I don't care. It's, and it's and, and off of Michael. We talk about practice. And we and he was crushing. And he barreled the ball to the opposite way. Yesterday, what was his OPS in the last two months last year? He's above 800. His, his uh, WRC plus in September was 127. Yeah, second half it was like 107. You know what? I, I don't even think Carpenter had that bad of a year last year. I'm not down on him. I'm very high actually. <laughs> For down year, it wasn't really down. You so slightly it's below a down average. Year. Year. It's a down year. But it was okay. yeah, it was a down year. It was a down year. Okay, I know. Okay. I know. I know, he's bouncing back there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Peyton, we also have a question about who is who is probably, like, your your dude uh, coming up outside of Ivan Herrera? Like, outside of Ivan Herrera and Dylan Carlson, who is your favorite prospect? Uh, Trajan Fletcher. Trajan or Fletcher. Or Sat Thompson. Uh, well, love Trajan. I love uh, Fletcher Sling, by the way. If, uh, his potential is so sky high. Can't really describe that. I, I'm not going to put a label to it or anything. Yeah. Um, but Fletcher can be very, very good. I hope so. what, I've heard from the, what I've heard from the Boomer Scouts is he's a 5-2 player. <laughs> the Boomer Scouts. Well, didn't they but, say that about Nick Plummer though? <laughs> okay, stop that. I don't think. Okay, stop I think that. I think he's better than Nick Plummer. I think he's got more potential. But I just, I know I was I was raving about how the Cardinals picked young player. I uh, loved how they picked like the young high school high potential players. But I, the, I think outfielders are probably the hardest to to understand coming out of high school. Yeah, and so oh. uh, I I'm very high on Fletcher. I still keep a little wary. I'm a little wary. Yeah, well, if you find a guy with speed, you could develop him defensively, and that's a lot of value, yeah, anyways. True. So, I, I think even there, you have uh, at least a two-win player. Once that speed translates into defense, the bat doesn't always translate, though. So, I have two questions, or I have a question for you. Who is what is his most realistic comp, and probably his highest ceiling comp? Uh, 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 his high ceiling. Uh, uh, I don't want to sound delusional in here. Do not I, say I really Terrell. Don't. Do not say Terrell. <laughs> McCutcheon. McCutcheon is prime. 
McCutcheon. Okay, yeah, that's not that hard. That's not a bad. That's 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 good. I said uh, Starling Marte for me. For Fletcher, uh, yeah. I mean, some MVP candidate. Is he taking drugs? Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna shit on Marte. His wife just died. Oh. Rip, rip. I feel bad. But oh, Charlie Marte's underrated. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I, I really think. wouldn't mind that. It would Probably be good. Time. Now I'm not gonna do what White Sox fans, oh my what God. White Sox fans do with Robert or anything. You know, like <laughs> I feel like he's gonna be like exactly like Ronald Acuna. Like everyone's gonna, he's like gonna put up like thirty or forty home runs and like somewhat high batting average, and everyone's gonna be like. Oh my God! This guy's a stud. Like he's one of the best players. And then we're just yeah. He, he puts like, up. We're gonna have someone like Dylan Carlson come up and be exactly like Juan Soto, and we're gonna have the boomers what? versus the nerds. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan Carlson's flight discipline is so elite. It is. It is amazing. Did you see that walk today? Yes, I did. I'm not gonna say it got me. I'm not gonna say it got me horny or anything. But like, damn. <laughs> He got chills, folks. Made me, made me blush. Yeah, I got chills. I'm shivering. I'm shivering here. <laughs> Lane Thomas. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> wow. I who is who is your favorite draft pick this year? Uh, Mason Win. Yeah, I'm agree with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to agree with that one. You can get it. In. I just there's so much athleticism there. There's so much he could do too, and at such a young age, I think it's like kind of like hard to say what he'll be. Like it could it could be a shortstop, it could be a starter, it could be a reliever. But because he's so he athletic, what did you say? I said let's just hope he doesn't get injured. Like they yeah, know, they they know how to manage him. Let's just hope that I they... think they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't actually believe he's going to be a two way player, but. I do think he'll be a valuable piece. That was a very good draft pick. A ballsy draft pick, in my opinion. Interesting. All right, Anthony, what is – who is your prospect you're most high on outside of Dylan Carlson? Um, I'm going to have to go with the win. I don't know. I said win, but um, I like Guerrero, too. Uh, isn't that the isn't that the catcher, right? Uh oh, Herrera. Herrera, yeah, I like him. Uh, yeah, man, because I th- I see that as a new talent. I think Kisner's uh, kind of running out of time. With yeah, him, and we need we need that second uh, second coming. So that's who I'm. Uh, I, I do I do kind of I don't want to I don't want to get too far of a stretch here, but I do I do agree that Ivan Herrera could be that 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 short uh, that catcher that's there for a team for ten plus years. Like I I, I don't I <laughs> that's kind of hard for me to say, but like I just get this feeling. Like I guess I just I don't know. It's probably because I'm a Cardinals fan, and like when you grow up with just Yadier Molina. You're like, oh, a catcher Wait that's for that second coming. Yeah, a catcher that's not on the team for 16 plus years. What? Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. Definitely. <sighs> All right. What are we thinking, guys? Any uh, last minute thoughts? I-, I would like to say one last thing. 
to all the fans listening out there. We understand how much you want Dylan Carlson. We want Dylan Carlson too. It's kind of hard to live in a world where Dylan Carlson isn't starting yet. But we'll get there. Say your prayers. Eat your oatmeal. Dylan Carlson, he will be on the team. You just have to be patient. He's thinking about you. Amen. Amen. All (laughs) All right. right. That's Inside the Bird. And this was a great uh, coming up week. And get ready for opening day, folks. Exciting stuff. All right. Thanks for listening in. I'm Anthony Garavaglia. And I'm Jeffrey Wells. See ya.